This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall announces a guilty plea coming from a California woman for the murder of a female victim back in 2017. 25-year-old Vita Confetti Duenas of San Francisco was part of a kidnapping case that ended with the death of Jennifer Nevin. Nevin's body was found in July of 2017. AG Steve Marshall says that Confetti Duenas was attending a party in Tuscaloosa County where Confetti Duenas and another defendant falsely thought that Nevin was plotting to rob them, so Confetti Duenas and three others got Nevin into a car where they threatened her and then ultimately beat her, shot her, and left her off of Watermelon Road. Confetti Duenas was sentenced to life in prison as a result of entering a guilty plea. She will not be eligible for parole. An arrest is made in North Alabama of an employee connected with the North Alabama Electric Cooperative. Bruce Purdy is accused of diverting funds through that company to himself personally. He worked as general manager at the Electric Cooperative. Purdy entered a plea agreement in which he detailed out how he transferred $200,000 from the Electric Cooperative to another company that was controlled by him and then paid himself $135,000 of that money. The scheme that Purdy was conducting came to light to the cooperative's board of directors through an anonymous letter that warned the board of what was happening back in 2020. The University of Alabama's Million Dollar Band will not be taking part in an upcoming game against the Texas Longhorns. The band has decided to not travel to Texas in order to attend the game at the Daryl K. Texas Memorial Stadium. That is due to the fact that the band will be forced to sit and play on the top deck section of seats. The University of Texas Athletic Director Chris Del Conte calls this latest decision unsportsmanlike. The decision to place the visiting band in the upper deck seating has been done before to the LSU marching band, so the University of Alabama decided to not take part in what they called controversial proposed seating arrangements. The game is coming up this Saturday. A recall is issued for contaminated smoked salmon that has been distributed in Alabama and other states. The Food and Drug Administration issued the recall in 10 states for the listeria contamination of the St. James Smokehouse Scotch Reserve salmon. There are 93 cases of that product that have been distributed in Alabama, Florida, and other states, including Wisconsin and New York. Listeria infections bring about a high fever, severe headache, nausea, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. So far, no infections have been reported. The FDA does recommend that the salmon be thrown out immediately. The lot number for this product is 123172. And it was only a matter of time before the good-hearted people of Alabama acted like good neighbors to the residents of Jackson, Mississippi, who are currently having major water woes with their water treatment system. The residents of Utah are collecting bottled water to send over to those in Jackson who have been told to not only not drink the public water, but in some cases don't even use it for other purposes like cleaning or bathing. The water bottle donations will be accepted up to September 15th and then trucked over to the neighboring state. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. A four-day search over this past Labor Day weekend has ended with the body of a missing Tennessee mother being found in South Memphis. 34-year-old Eliza Fletcher was reported missing on Friday morning after she did not return home from a morning jog. 
Fletcher's body was then found on Tuesday. Cleotha Abston is now being charged with her disappearance and death after he was seen on surveillance video forcing Fletcher into a vehicle on Friday. Abston was already in court on Tuesday to face additional charges after Fletcher's body was found. Abston was released from prison back in 2020 for serving a prison sentence for another kidnapping that occurred in 2000. Abston was 16 years old at the time when he kidnapped a Memphis attorney and held him at gunpoint demanding that he withdraw money from an ATM. The attorney was able to escape that situation and survive. Abson was then caught and charged. This latest victim, Fletcher, was married with two children and worked as a kindergarten teacher. She was also the billionaire heiress to a large hardware company that was founded by her grandfather. Polling has already been done regarding two separate speeches from Joe Biden in which he targeted those conservatives who believe in America first or the MAGA agenda coming from Donald Trump. Biden called these types of people threats to democracy and extremists. This latest poll was launched by Trafalgar Group and the Convention of States and found that about 60 percent of Americans were deeply disturbed by Biden's statements against certain conservative groups. Those that were polled say they perceived it as a dangerous escalation of conflict. The poll was done September 2nd through the 5th of 1,000 likely voters in the upcoming 2022 midterm elections. A lawsuit filed by the attorneys general of two states, Eric Schmidt of Missouri and Jeff Landry of Louisiana, is now shedding light on how much the federal government colluded with social media platforms to shut down and censor anyone speaking against the approved COVID-19 narrative coming out of big pharma and big government. The emails are now being made public after this lawsuit that showed the Biden White House communicating with Twitter and Facebook officials to identify disinformation on COVID-19 and have those accounts censored. This involves federal agencies from the Department of Homeland Security, the Center for Disease Control, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, that's the agency that's headed up by Dr. Anthony Fauci, by the way, and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, known as CISA. That's just to name a few. These emails reveal that Twitter and Facebook officials were even called to the White House to discuss how certain voices and accounts that questioned the efficacy and safety of the COVID-19 vaccine needed to be tamped down. Even a parody account of Anthony Fauci was removed from YouTube by Facebook at the request of the White House. One person who was removed permanently from Facebook and Twitter because of his political views was Donald Trump, and he now has his own social media company called Truth Social. Trump's been posting lately about the FBI raid on his Mar-a-Lago resort. He came out swinging this past Tuesday, saying that the weaponized law enforcement agency will not win in their efforts to take him down and find some sort of wrongdoing. Trump says the fake news, Democrats and rhinos are obsessed with trying to push another witch hunt against him, but he says they will ultimately fail miserably like the rest of the other attempts regarding Russia collusion scam, impeachment number one and impeachment number two. For the Labor Day weekend, 55 people were shot, 11 killed in the city of Chicago. The time frame for these crimes committed was from Friday to Tuesday morning. So far since January of 2022, there have been 461 people killed in Chicago alone. A man is on the run from authorities who goes by the name Fat Leonard. Leonard Francis is a U.S. military contractor who was wanted for a U.S. Navy bribery scandal that was worth $35 million. Fat Leonard was able to cut away his ankle monitor this past Sunday and get away from his house arrest, which was in San Diego, California. Fat Leonard was scheduled to be sentenced to prison for running a company that serviced U.S. Navy vessels 
that Leonard then bribed U.S. officials to dock those ships at ports that he had control of, which eventually cost the U.S. Navy $35 million in overcharges from Leonard's company. Fat Leonard is a Malaysian national who used cash, luxury trips, and even prostitutes to bribe these Navy officials, including one U.S. Navy rear admiral. And it's also interesting that the U.S.-Mexico border is just a few miles away from the San Diego home where Fat Leonard was being held. Jewel Labs, the makers of electronic cigarettes, have been ordered to pay $440 million as part of a settlement. Jewel Labs is accused of playing a key part in the resurgence of nicotine addiction among teenagers through their marketing of vaping products. Connecticut Attorney General William Tong led the investigation into 33 states where Jewel promoted its e-cigarettes as a smoking alternative. The investigation found that Jewel marketed the e-cigarettes to underage teens with product giveaways, launch parties, and social media posts using youthful models. Jewel has settled in other state lawsuits such as Arizona, Louisiana, North Carolina, and Washington. There are some personal lawsuits against Jewel that are still outstanding coming from teenagers who say they became addicted to the vaping products. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about mass formation psychosis. There's a thing out there that fascinated me when I heard about it for the first time on Tucker Carlson the other day. Now, I have been saying for a while on this show that one example of what I'm talking about with mass formation psychosis is the COVID pandemic, that many times it seems to me that the fear of COVID became more um, egregious and more difficult to deal with than the sickness itself. Saying that, I know there are people who were hospitalized, who lost jobs, who lost businesses, and some who lost their lives. I say that. But in the vast preponderance, in the, in the greater totality of the, 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 the world population, the fear of COVID became even more prevalent than the illness itself. The fear of COVID became a mass formation psychosis. Why? Because we were being beaten into submission with it. Every single turn, death, destruction, the pandemic of the unvaccinated. How dare you not get your shot? You can't use ivermectin. Doctor, what were you thinking? You better toe the party line. And this went on and on and on. This mass formation psychosis changed the thoughts and perceptions of so many in culture that there are still people today, you watch them driving down the road by themselves in their car with their mask on. Why would anyone do that? You want to wear a mask when you go to a restaurant, I get it. But when you're by yourself in your car... You're okay. But there has become this innate fear that is really what some call a mass formation psychosis. Well, libs hate that people are labeling it. And so what happened was this. A guy named Robert Malone was on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, just a few months back. And he talked about this, mass formation psychosis. He talked about what happened in relation to COVID, like what I'm describing. And immediately the liberal media went into, oh, you, uh, hey, hey, Google, one article here, <laughs> mass formation psychosis gets a warning from Google. Oh, really? I mean, never mind the fact that mass formation psychosis has been around for a while. Uh, it's not a new theory. Um, in fact, it was actually, uh, it, there's, there's a professor named Matthias Desmet, and I think he's the one that was actually interviewed by Tucker. And Matthias Desmet, who teaches in Belgium, he said, it's a generalized sense of anxiety that leaves a population in a somewhat hypnotic state vulnerable to suggestion. It's not a new idea. Mass formation draws on works by the 19th century writer Gustav Bohn. 
commonly credited as the father of crowd psychology, and Le Bon was avidly read, it says in this article, by Lenin, Hitler, and Mussolini, and became a huge influence on the inventors of modern public relations. Hmm. Hmm. Mass formation psychosis. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 